0: This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy.
1: It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders.
0: Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. All right. Dynasty Podcasts live from Pilsen at Dynasty Podcast Studio on Chicago's South Side. And I am here um, for our summer season of, of interviews. And I'm here with Sean Ellie and Corey Wagner... From number six with cheese, the content creators, comedians, YouTube producers, um, very talented, busy individuals. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How doing are you? Really good. And Thanks podcasters. For us. I know. Podcasters. Right? And and that's podcasters. another one. Yeah. Keep
1: adding to the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you guys have a lot happening, and I want to run through this kind of whole, kind of impressive portfolio. But we always start this series of interviews, especially with people who are on for the first time, which is kind of like the beginning. Like, how did each of you start? dabbling in creative work, creative actions together separately like kind of what is either of
2: your and both of your backgrounds.
1: Sean, take it away. Really? Yeah, do your thing, man. Man.
2: So, I've I made my way to Chicago from the world of journalism actually. Went to Michigan State for print journalism, wanted to be a sports writer, and then probably as you know, when you could do more stuff as a reporter, if you could do multimedia, if you could record Mm -hmm. with a camera, if you could write, you were just more of a threat to be able to get better jobs, do more, you were more employable. Um, So that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to do video after I really fell in love with using a camera and stuff like that. So I went to school to be this big, like, sports reporter and work for the Free Press and be Mitch album, and then it turned into making, like, sketch comedy videos and making stuff on YouTube and all that. So that's kind of how my kind of trajectory went from, like, that being the dream to being a comedian and being a videographer in Chicago it was like this just find what you love to do and make a career out of that rather than just follow the path that you know they set up for you on the agenda when you go into you know school the first day kind of thing so really just trying to create my own thing and have fun doing it and that's really kind of where I'm at now so that's the dream yeah it's the dream
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was kind of, uh, so I always knew I wanted to be uh, the writer. That's kind of been the goal writer, storyteller of any sort. I just like telling stories. I started writing when I was probably like 16 or 17. and uh, But I wanted a backup plan, and I really wanted to go to college and make sure that if all else failed, I'd be good. So I took kind of a weird route to get here. I started off, uh, I was in the Air Force for four years because I was too stupid to get a scholarship <laughs> and wow. too poor to pay for college. So I was scared of loans, and I went to the military to get my shit paid for Then I went to uh, University of Toledo after that. I got an electrical engineering degree. I fell in love with engineering. Uh, While I was in the military, I had kind of a tech-heavy job. And it kind of made me fall in love with that whole world. So then I got an engineering degree, which kind of I worked essentially for a year as an engineer, which kind of financed me moving to Chicago, which was the goal since I was like 16 and discovered Second City. And all my heroes had gone to Second City. So I was like, all right, got my backup plan, ready to go, went to Chicago, did the whole Second City thing, and that's where I met Sean. So yeah. that kind of...
0: That was the beginning. That was, the, that was beginning. the beginning.
2: Yeah.
1: So
0: how did the two of you go from meeting at Second City to determining that you wanted to, you know, A, I guess, determining that you liked each other, and B... Determining that, like, hey, let's actually start making something and and putting it
1: out into the world. Yeah, it was funny. Like our schedules aligned.
2: We're like, you want to hang schedules out? Schedules <laughs> aligned. That was
1: part of it. A big part of it was, yeah, making sure you're not working like a nine to five job and you're available when people are available to make stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is hard to do. Scheduling but that was part is part of a sacrifice. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Like it's just, I, th- I feel like scheduling as much as anything probably kills so many potential creative collaborations. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because oh, huh, so sometimes
1: you got to suffer for it. I was working. 5.30 in the morning, but I got off at noon every day, Yeah, and that's why I was available. And the idea was that we just, like, you know, I knew he edited videos and was really fun to be around, and I'd seen him in shows before the conservatory, so I was already a fan of Sean before we took class together, weirdly enough. Uh, and then there was a... I, I got an audition for... Or I found out about an audition for an MTV show that I pitched to Sean because there was a video editing aspect to it. And so that's kind of how we started working together. I was like, hey, dude, do you want to help me out with this audition? And uh, we'll, like, do it together. And I went over to his apartment, and we filmed it, and we edited it, and we had really good chemistry together right out of the gates, and we had a fun time together because we're kind of the same person. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it started. You know what's insane about that, thinking about that, is...
2: The first video we ever made was a food video for no yeah, reason other true. than that was one of the well, things the au- you
1: could do in the audition. Re- well, that, no, that's what you had to do. The audition oh, specifically, yeah, yeah. it was a – it's called like – Dire Consequences. <sighs> dire Consequences, and the idea is doing simple tasks that could li- lead to dire consequences. So a game of rock, paper, scissors. Lo- this was they, – they told us in the – we didn't come up with this idea. This was part of the audition. You and a, pl- a person play rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Loser has to drink a blended ham sandwich. Oh, God so aggressively disgusting. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's kind of the idea of small tasks for horrible, And so horrible what payout. did
2: Corey do instead of just, you know, put it in a pint glass and chugging it? He took about 12 shots of it. Remember yeah, what did I, I was glasses. like, I think this is going
1: to be easier if I say shots.
2: <laughs> that video oh, is God. still... Like, that sounds like a terrible strategy. That video strategy. will get oh, comments horrible. every now and then because we ended up putting it up. Like, yeah. it was just for MTV and then we were like, well, enough times passed and the show never got made. right. So right. we just put it up on YouTube and people thought it was hilarious that we did yeah. that because we didn't... Oh. We weren't even like friends yet but we did have good chemistry like we were just goofballs on camera right but people thought we knew each other forever yeah and we had yeah, just yeah. met
1: we had very uh similar upbringings we come to yeah, find out so did. like our personalities are shaped kind of the same yeah it sounds
0: awful though <laughs> oh it was the worst it was yeah. the worst yeah wow so present day you guys are operating under the title number six with cheese and that's the youtube channel and kind of The umbrella for everything else. How long has that been going on? Proper as like something that you guys were deliberately doing, you know, with the intention of providing it for an audience.
2: September twentieth, two thousand sixteen, was the first day we we started its own channel. Correct. Yeah. So we'll be coming up on three years in September.
0: Wow. And I feel like you've covered a lot of ground in three years. (laughs) Yeah, we've been trying. And seven hundred videos that we like just tallied it up the other day. So I mean. So I've done about 900 or so podcasts over, like, 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> and even that is a grind. Yeah, that's a lot. You know? Yeah. And it is a lot, but it's, like, to compress that into, like, three years. And video yeah. is much harder <laughs> uh-huh. to produce than audio. You know? It's Every once in a while, I teach this podcast class, and every once in a while, people come in, and they go, well, I know how to edit video. And I'm like, oh, God, well, this is going to be much easier. Yeah, like, that's Like, you're in for interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, hey, how? Yeah. How do you, just in general, how do you even produce that much stuff? Like, what's the process like for turning over that much content?
2: And we certainly got there, you know, like when we first started doing it, you know, we've kind of talked to you about this kind of off the microphone, you know, when we had first met that. Mm -hmm. We for no reason did we like set out and want to do like a food channel where we were gonna like adapt it. Now we're doing an episode every single weekday, so there's over twenty videos a month. Wow! Which it started off as like one a week, and then it was like, right. Corey, I think we might be able to squeeze in two. Let's do that." And then now that it's gotten to five, and we'll get—I'm sure we'll get to talk about this—that we're doing vlogs outside of that and starting mm-hmm. our thing, but. Corey and I are both splitting all the editing, right. so it's uh, it really does make it when you have two people who can blaze through edits pretty quickly. And we've come up with a good formula of yeah. like music, and they all they tell us like the linear storyline. We make sure we always have like beginning, middle and end. Right, you know, absolutely. so like we always want it to feel like a good piece of story even if it is a food review. You know, yeah. it's it's telling a story. It's storytelling in that regard. So the w- reason we can do it is because we it, we treat it like a business. We create it, yeah,
1: and we're always weeks ahead. Always weeks ahead. And we're
2: splitting we, all the work, scheduling,
1: and we created a structure yeah. so that you make things easier for yourself when you do those types of things. Well,
2: I think
0: you nailed it. This structure, I mean, the fact that you guys are dividing the work evenly, I think is enormous. That's got to be like a huge part of keeping that engine going. But also, yeah, yeah, that consistency and that structure and that schedule, it's like that's key to getting these things done. You know, again, in this podcast class I teach, you know, I tell people like, okay, here's how you use a mic, here's this and that. But like not only are you figuring out when you want to do this, but like, you got to figure out when's your recording time, when's mm-hmm. your editing time, when's your publishing date, like, and stick to that every week. Otherwise, this is just you're going to do two episodes. And yeah, not.
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Sean was big on that from the get go. Content calendar, content calendar, content sure. calendar. What yeah. days are we putting videos up? And we're not missing those days. We're sticking to it. It's the number one. Like we cannot miss that, and we never have.
0: Yeah, right. I think that's that's incredibly admirable because, again, I don't have to tell you. It's like it's it's exhausting. It, it is so tiring. Yeah. I mean for anybody who is listening and maybe doesn't produce uh, you know maybe content right. and, and Let's call content in this form like audio, video. Let's not call
2: the, it you shared somebody's thing from a news site on your Facebook, and you think you're a Buzzfeed. Because you know, there are people that think they are a news aggregator, right, right? But
0: it's like, but if you're creating something, you're you're concepting it, you are you know producing, recording, filming, whatever it is, and then you're doing the production and the prep and the formatting mm-hmm. and the publishing and the the promoting after that, etc. It's just. Staggeringly exhausting, and I mean, <laughs> is it is it just the two of you guys who are doing it right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. just a two man team. It's always
2: been just us. Like we've got friends that'll help us for video shoots and stuff. or we'll throw them some money, but like ninety nine point nine to percent, it's just Corey and I. Yeah.
0: Now, as you're scaling this, cause we're going to talk about some of the scaling you're doing. But like, when you're scaling this, like, are you guys already thinking like, wow, there's going to be a point where we won't have time to produce at the level that we
1: are hoping oh, to? Interesting. So at this point, no, because we almost through kind of dumb luck that we just kind of hit a gold mine. The particular thing that we're making, we found such an efficient way to do it that even though we're making five videos, me and Sean can essentially do that in like two half days. Wow. We can create three to five videos a week in like two half days. So we're actually looking at like, okay, well, we got another two to three days. And then Sean and I are also psychos that we're like, We'll videotape on the weekends. We'll put work on the weekends. Right. So we're like, we actually are trying to figure out, all right, now what's the best use for our time moving forward? We actually, we got
2: it down pretty good. Yeah, because we when Corey was working at his job, and this is just a few months now that, he, mm-hmm. that we're now full-time with Number Six with Cheese, right. we would only have like a two-hour window in afternoons where we could actually right. film and then edit it and put the stuff out
1: so it now has to be it was done.
2: like now it was like what are we gonna do with all this time yeah. let's start yeah. a new company like all these that was things the thing. yeah because
1: we had to learn to build it around the fact that i was still working 38 hours a week yeah so then once i was done with that job it's like oh another thir- 38 hours just opened up by comparison <laughs>
0: suddenly it probably seemed yeah and of course the the ability to just have this be the job i'm sure is one of the big goals and you're already doing that but like Bigger picture, what's kind of the the larger objective? What's your best case scenario at the full potential of this kind of
2: concept? It's big. It's, um, you know, so we, now that we have this extra time, we're starting a new company called Corey and Sean, which is Mm -hmm. just, when we go to an event... We like take a lot of pride in our ability to storytell it for a vlog, you know? Mm. So we're starting pretty much like an experiential kind of marketing is what we're calling it and kind of our fun crew that hangs out calls it so that we can go to something, profile it and from our lens. So like not just Mm. a sizzle reel, not just a recap video that everybody else does. What is it like to be a real person with video skills to go to an event and tell a story through that? So like that's a big part of it is we want to be on every media list. We want to be invited to every single thing in Chicago. So we be like, oh, you're bringing the Tribune and the Sun-Times and Red Eye and blah, blah, blah. We want Corey and Sean to be on that list of like, that's media so they can cover that stuff. And, um, and really just being a force in Chicago. We're obsessed with this city. Yeah. Chicago is kind of the third character in everything that we do, and it always has yes, been. Yeah. And now we're just kind of putting it out there and being like, let's make Chicago seem as big of a deal. Like everybody is thinks LA is, and New yeah. York
1: is like, let's show why Chicago is the best city in this country. And that's part of the thing is we're not we're not, career, like, rec- like this thing has already been made. Right. It just hasn't been made in Chicago. Like, people are already doing this for New York. People are doing this in L.A. People are proving that there's, like, there are essentially people looking for that type of content. No one's doing it in Chicago.
0: Well, and it's interesting because I think a lot of, I mean, I know, was, I, again, I, I mention this like every episode, but I teach over at Columbia College, and you know, so many students want to move to LA and New York, and yeah. I, I've said this a billion times on this mic and in my class, where it's like, those are great cities. I'm not knocking LA and New York. Totally. They're tremendous cities that are a lot love of fun and yeah. have a lot of things going on, but what I love about Chicago, and again, if you've listened to more than three episodes of this, you've, you've heard me say this, but it's like what I love about Chicago is... In Chicago, you can have your own thing. You can, like, yeah. if you hustle and do the work, you can afford to have your own blog series, have a podcast studio, you know, have a blog, like, you know, Fake Shore Drive. Like, yeah. all these things that people have built in Chicago. And L.A. and New York are tremendous cities for, I think, a lot of people who maybe want to go work for Spotify, MTV, Yeah, DVD, yeah absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those There's no. nothing wrong with wanting to go work for Live Nation in New York or whatever. No, they're great
2: companies. Those are,
0: that's super cool. Yeah. But I don't I never hear about somebody going to LA or New York and starting their own business. Yeah, right. And Isn't that weird? Building. And I in know. Chicago, you can the cost of living is such that like I know. it's not easy but it is achievable that you yeah. can sustain something and build something here. And there's a market yeah. that
1: will support it.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. Again, if you put in the work.
1: Right, absolutely. Because yeah, there's still work 3 million people living here. You know, it's like there's people who are so interested in what's going on here, you know, it's yeah. crazy. And
0: the culture, so did for both you guys, did you grow up in Chicago? No. no. Okay.
2: We we didn't come here till 2013.
0: Okay, so it's so. interesting because I've, I've grown up here and it's like the cultural scenes that even I've seen in my time, so I'm 36, um, and, you know, like, when I first became aware of things, it was, like, the kind of Liz Fair, Urge Overkill, Wicker Park, Smashing pumpkin scene in Chicago. Yeah. And then, like, it moves into kind of some industrial stuff, like Stabbing Westward, and then, like, Kanye West comes out and Fall Out Boy comes out and then Chance the Rapper and blah, blah, blah. You know, people have all seen these things. There have been a million sub scenes and movements in the mm-hmm, city. Absolutely. But the point is, like, this city has so much culture, and I think again, a lot of people are like, "Oh, Chicago! Like, what's going on there?" And it's like, if you look at our track record going back decades, I mean, in the '80s, it was house music and industrial, and, and so much. And that's just music. Yeah. Not to mention all the comedy, all the food, all the film, all the comedic talent. But people really
2: discount this city. I think that's why I love it so much. Yeah, I I love totally because it like on. we if yes. we like if Corey and I got like a gig where they're like, "Hey, we want to move you to LA for six months to like write a show, for, right? Like, to do a thing, like amazing opportunity." would never say no to these great opportunities, but it's like, there's something about the fact that what we're trying to do here isn't a thing yet. We're, we're making our own path. Like we talked about this today. Like we turned something that shouldn't have been a business into a full time job that we created. Like (laughs) you you can't, you don't go to school and go, I want to be like a food reviewer on YouTube and like make a salary and like get to be in commercials and stuff like that. It was just like stuff like that. Like we just loved what we were doing and we've, but Chicago has been so supportive. Like all of our friends are creatives. Like we don't hang out with people that don't. Well, make that's something.
0: That's pretty much. I don't want to say everybody in Chicago, but Chicago more. It seems like there's just so many people who just want to be, or excuse me, are making something. Yeah. Because again, the cost of living, and I think there's just a lot of ambition. There's something about this city where it's like you're looking at a city that again, you know, birthed house music and, yeah. and gave you know so many comedic talents that have been on SNL, and you know, yeah. gave us Smashing Pumpkins and Kanye West and Fall Out Boy and Chance the Rapper, and on and on and on. It's like that's not by Coincidence or mistake Not at There's all. something right. here that people right. have something to prove and they're aggressively ambitious. I know, oh, totally, it really is.
1: is,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: So for you guys, so again, you're creating now and you sent me kind of this like greatest hits list, which mm. is always appreciated. I love when <laughs> guests send the prep. Which is funny, of-
1: that's just of 2019. Too. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. We've <laughs> <laughs> been crushing this. It's year. been a
2: nuts. Like sending that to you, it was good timing was f- too because we were saying like we literally. Just kind of redid our like one pager and sending it right. to clients and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it worked out perfectly. Of like, oh, we got a good one. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> so let's
0: go through some of these. Uh, first video to hit one million views, um, and that's uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Hockey, I Pocky. think it is. Hockey, yep. yeah. okay. One so hockey ship, yeah. Video hit one million views, and that's on YouTube. That's the first video you guys have had at one million views. was a views. million, a Crazy yeah. number to think about. What happens when you get a million views on YouTube? Like, does Rihanna show up at your birthday yeah. party? Yeah, so <laughs> Rihanna shows up. Right,
1: yeah. she's got a bag of money. Right, right. Yeah, It's right. hard for me to go to the grocery store anymore, to be honest. Right, right. right. Did you bump up from
2: Walmart yet? <laughs> 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 not quite. No, not yet, Just paparazzi. Quite.
1: Yeah, yeah, all um, day.
2: But does anything
0: happen on your YouTube channel? Does YouTube send you an email and be like, hey, um, like
2: you're They do not. They no. don't. No? They no. should. They really should.
1: They uh, what happens? So a we got a, we got some nice <laughs> subscriber yeah. we got some subscriber bump from it. Right, but not from Git. like a, right. you, It's not like the million ticks over it's and not. it's like six subscribers. There's not yeah, that fall yeah. from the sky. Honestly, no. like the thing that I like. We had to, a drink together. Yeah, why we had. did. We yeah. had yeah. some yeah. whiskey. I shot him. a melior. <laughs> we was <what> funny <laughs> totally though celebrate is like everything
2: with. <laughs> when you go to like your YouTube channel, there's like the landing page for new people. It's kind of cool to throw that up as the one that's on there so that people go, oh, these guys are for real. Because right. sure, some sure, people sure. Yeah, only yeah. will give you the justification is if you have millions of views. Yeah, Because somebody that's... might look at our subscriber count and be like, oh, you don't have t- 10 million views like, or 10 million subscribers. That's it's like, yeah, but I do this for a living. And right. people with 10 million sp- subscribers are still working in a bank. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so... It is
0: really interesting that, like, in Chicago and, you know, so this is kind of the the flip side that I think is less appealing. And this is not just Chicago, but it's like there are a lot of people who don't want to quantify your efforts until you have a certain cosign, until you have a certain number, until you have a certain check mark, until you have some (laughs) kind of, like, validation, quote-unquote, that has nothing to do with the quality or ambition level of your
1: work. Right.
0: And it's weird. You can work your ass off, but it's like if you don't have that certain kind of whatever. Some
1: psychological switch people right. need to be like, oh, now I like yeah. them.
0: Yeah, and it's weird. It's like I, I see that all the time last summer. Well, no, it was this year. It was like I went to Detroit. It was the first time I would brought my podcasting class out of state, which I was yeah, really stoked about. Congrats, by the way. That's that so was like awesome. yeah, that For me, that was so like a big awesome. deal Yeah, because I want to bring some of these concepts on tour, and touring yes. is very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but then I announced a new job, and a new job was with a media company. and I'm not complaining about that. Tremendously excited about this new job. But that got like a billion likes online because yeah. people recognize the name. And I'm like, yo, like that's super cool. This is also a <laughs> right. thing that I'm excited <laughs> right, about. But right, it's right. like, again, if, if people see the name, if they see the number, you're right, there is that psychological yeah, kind of it's like. Interesting, it's interesting, isn't it? So yeah. It's and so true.
1: That's what's, I mean, that just makes me laugh. So that's, that's yeah, that's what we got out of the million. Yeah. We got a good psychological switch for people to well, be, feel justified with scribing to us. Yeah. 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 And
0: you put that at the front of the email where it's like, hey, we're creators in Chicago. Yeah. We just recently hit a blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Rallies and Jet's Pizza, which I fucking love. Jet's Pizza, aren't <laughs> they so Hell great? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And And um, so you're working with Rallies and Jets, and I think you did a Checkers commercial. So Am the I... Rallies
2: Checkers is like the same. Oh, it's the same yeah, day. they're right. like it's kind of like the Carl's Junior, Hardee's thing, right? It's like okay. The third yeah, yeah, yeah. other
1: sponsor we would have had would have been AT and T. We did something with them. That yeah, was pretty for cool March too. Madness, yeah. which was really neat.
2: But the Rallies commercial is currently running on TV all over the country. That was cool. That's wild. So, v- the, so we did one last year for them for uh, like a bacon. A bunch of bacon Something, items, uh, yeah. and the new one is for like these steak sandwiches. But what's really cool because I'm getting texts every day, yeah. Where I feel like this one is
1: getting way more and, uh view, plus like, the last viewership. one they just uh I, I drive down to the south side checkers. And uh, we'll film there. Oh, That, that yeah. was all right. This one, they flew us to Miami <laughs> for. It was my first time going <laughs> first <through> class, bro. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. It was Dude, cool. That's a certain time. level, too,
0: when you get flown out. I've only been flown out, I think. It's wild. Two yeah, or it's three times. time in awesome. total. And it's like. It, we kept it's waiting legit. for somebody yeah, to like, come so up legit. to us in
2: first class and be like, you guys aren't, like, you yeah, need to go to in the, back, to the, of the back. back What are you doing? You're
0: not supposed to be on this airlock. Yeah. Do you even have no fly list? Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if one of the things that I like to do on this podcast, I really like to kind of deconstruct or, or peel back the curtain to mm-hmm. botch that analogy uh, <laughs> on how some of these things happen, you know? So I'll talk with like a lot of maybe Instagram influencers or people like that and really get into how these things actually work. So when you're working with a brand like Rally doing a commercial, working with Jets Pizza, AT&T. You know, how do those things happen? Because I think so many people have in their mind, oh, man, I want to go be VIP at Coachella. I want to have a brand partnership right. with Nike. But a lot of people don't understand how the mechanics of that actually works. So you don't have to give away your whole process.
1: But no, like, it's not much into- of a... Yeah, I think it's a lot simpler. <laughs> those are funny examples. The, yeah, those we we kind of got... It feels lucky, but the I think the answer to it is... Quality content right. and having an audience. At the end of the day, it's a business. People want to sell things. If you have an audience that is engaged, if you find a way to get an, an engaged audience, then people will give you money because it's worth it to them because they're going to sell products. Yeah. So that's like the broad, I guess, umbrella answer. Like the more specific answer to that, I mean one of them was like kind of just a who you know. We got really lucky with having a friend of a friend who reached out to us who worked for an ad agency. Mm-hmm. The, that was like the AT&T world. Yeah. The rally stuff, they just saw us because we, we make food reviews. And it was right. just kind of lucky they saw it. And honestly, I think they were trying to be do like a new angle on their, their whole marketing campaign was finding YouTubers. And they could probably pay us a lot cheaper than other actors, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, not scale, to discount you guys. Not to though, discount Because it's still yeah. a huge
0: deal. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And like right. influencers. So it's it's really funny. Again, like I'm in my mid thirties and all the you know young adults, let's say, in my yeah. classes at the college are like late teens, early twenties. Right. And every once in a while I'll be like, hey, you know, what's an example of somebody doing this marketing tactic? And they raise their hand and they go, blah, 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 like some name I've never heard. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know who that is. And a yeah, hundred sure. billion percent of the time, it's like They're a YouTuber. YouTubers for like these teenagers and twenty-year-olds are like the like rock stars.
2: My like like, nine-year-old and eleven-year-old cousins want to be YouTubers, right? Like, there's like their thing they want to do. Brad
0: Pitt. There's no no. They don't care about those names. Do not exist. It's crazy, yeah. You know Jordan, like there's none of that. Jordan's a shoe, you know what I mean. But it's like right. yeah. for them, YouTubers yeah. are the, and I think Instagrammers oh, absolutely. Yeah. Instagrammers yeah,
2: so true, 100. Yeah. Because it's who they're seeing every day too. Sure, there's no like tune in on Thursdays at eight for a show for 30. No, minutes. there's it's no friends, friends all or day, Seinfeld. Insta yes. stories the all day,
1: yeah. That's their content. Yeah. I grew up with Spider-Man.
0: Right. They <laughs> grew up like with a, Kylie
2: Jenner.
1: Like, yeah. You know,
0: it's a, and I wonder if, like, Game of Thrones is going to be the last appointment I know, right. kind of I show hope that people, you know, go home. They're like, hey, it's Sunday night. we got to get it's home for Game of point,
2: Thrones. Such a good point, man. That's, that's so true. I don't it, think
1: I think we're going to be okay.
2: I do, too. But isn't that incredible it to think is about? Like, that think is about. The only. that is the only show. That, like, you still, you're like, I got to get home because the show, right. you know what I mean? Like, right no one, because you don't want to miss. You don't want be right. a minute late. Because on social media, I mean, for six
0: years, me and yeah. 11 of my friends, maybe six whole years, every Wednesday night would yeah. get together for Lost. Right. And, right. like, everybody dropped with, the, you know, we just knew there was a standing appointment when the season of Lost was on that Wednesday nights, like, yeah. you're getting your takeout. You're yeah. showing up, at, you know, this person's house. And that was the plan. You didn't even have to check. Be like, "Hey, you guys coming next Wednesday?" It's just like common knowledge. I know but that I don't think exists for. A so group. that's
2: what's funny. I think YouTube has that where people want to be the first one to see your video. Like you
1: know how like yeah. online it's, content a lot of same. time it's not a not grou- the same. A group, but Isn't that interesting? People? Yeah, it's that not some like a of a viewing that,
0: party. But, but I, yeah, but I
1: think that's not going to die. I think the viewing party is not going to die because places like HBO are still releasing on a weekly basis. Yeah, I think they they like to do that because I think they like having a little bit of control over what, when the audience is going to tune in. That's true. I mean, that, yeah. That's true. Like,
0: HBO, I think, is a good example. Like, I watch Barry every single oh, great segment, show. Which yes, fucking absolutely. just Incredible. great. So, um, so good. But, like, but at the same time, like, I'm not, like, going home right at 9 p.m. for Barry. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Right. Right. So, You're right. You're right. But it is interesting. So, I mean, you guys, I think, just being, I don't want to just limit you to being just YouTubers. For but sure. Being YouTubers, it's like. Podcasts are having a moment right now, but if I was really smart, I would have done YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's
2: you know? why. Like, we wanted like it's like we'll do all of it. So yeah. like our mentality, kind we're just like, do yeah. a little bit of it all, right. you know. And like YouTube is definitely like the driver, but I see what you're saying. I don't know, like I just think it, you know, because you've also been doing this 14 years. It's like that's also nice to be like. I got some history in this, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it, you it's know, so, this, I would love to have started a channel that was I'd like innovative anything, in 2009, yeah. you know, yeah. and like or whatever. I was thinking about that.
0: I, I think there's pros and cons. You know, it's yeah. like interesting. I see a lot of podcasts get pressed because they're new. And anytime I've tried to get press, they're just like, "Well, this is just so old." And I'm like, "Right, well, nobody gave thing. a shit about this in 2005." <laughs> yeah, right, so right right what, early. Can I Get my know, press now? Can I it's cash just that in Jonah on that? Hill? Like, well, fuck me, right? Yeah. So some other things happening. You guys, you've mentioned that you have a second YouTube channel starting. So yeah. I just want to clarify, it's not going to be just a second series on the existing YouTube. Right. It's going to be a whole separate channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What we
1: found is we uh, so like these vlog ideas that we want to do. These like covering of events and. Chicago yeah we essentially have done that but we found and it makes sense thinking about it that's not the thing our people want if you tune into Comedy Central you don't want to see drama if you tune into number six with cheese you want to see a food review right you don't want to see someone going and covering a music festival in Chicago and yeah. our audiences weren't responding some of them were but not at the same levels that they were with food review and we finally clicked like oh We have to start a new channel, and there's a different audience for this, and we got to start building a different audience for a different piece of content because it's. It is interesting how you can have
0: this really passionate audience. For one specific it's, thing. Yeah, and then if you're like, hey, as a multifaceted person who has lots of interest, mm-hmm. I'd like to also expand into this thing. People are like, yeah. have fun. Yeah. yeah. Nah, see you later. Not, not like downvote. Yeah. Like yeah. not even
2: <laughs> just see you later. Like, I'm mad that this is on here. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so silly. So I mean,
0: let's talk about that, like the internet. I don't know if you guys know, internet can be fickle sometimes. No, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah. even it. Even yeah.
2: occasionally mean. <laughs> yeah. Um a tad.
0: As, as content producers, like do you come across that or
1: yeah uh, oh absolutely <laughs> yes the answer is yes. we kind of found oh. a way to kind of drown it out yeah we um
2: we we're good at, we get better at ignoring it yeah, yeah we've honestly like a lot of people are afraid to lose a single viewer and they'll just like never respond or not block those people we were just from pretty early on like hey if you're gonna be an asshole in the comment you. schedule we're just gonna get
1: you're just gonna block you and you know what we found we actually found that by blocking all the little trolls, we actually curated a very friendly, nice, and awesome comment section of our YouTube channel. And the trolls now get like doused out. Like, they're such a nice group now that if someone says something mean, like three or four people will wreck them real quick. And Come be like, in and,
0: and step. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. nice.
1: Like, but I think if you get too many trolls, the opposite can happen, and you could just have a hate-filled. Oh yeah, uh, yes. We Twitter, right? Yeah. right. yeah. But we found a good. We were like, you know what? Don't don't really engage with them. Just delete them. They just yeah. don't. They. They're not your audience then. That's okay. We just then go away. Then don't be bothersome. And it actually works pretty well. I love that YouTube lets you police it. They can very easily just be like, you have no
2: control to that. Yeah, right. And they do let you do whatever you want. That is ideal.
0: Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we are kind of like, so here's a couple things I want to throw at you guys. Mm -hmm. A, I would love to do like a long form panel. And I've talked about Welby doing this concept as well, like something about like sponsorship and content creation, oh, which yeah. I would love to do with you guys in addition to Welby, like just kind of yeah. make that a long form conversation as a live event. So I would love to kind of put that on this, you know, tentative Dude, calendar. If you guys are down sometime Absolutely. in love the that. near future, we're down. Make sure the live stream is working then. Um, <laughs> Even if it's not,
1: we'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it going.
0: So, um, so that's the first thing. Cause I want to, you know, usually these first interviews are almost kind of like a, um, like we're starting the conversation, but oftentimes the really good ones veer into like a long form panel. For sure. Um, right, yeah. but you know, as we are kind of like wrapping this one up, cause I feel like there's so much we want to cover too. A couple of quick hit questions. First, for anybody who is a new or aspiring content producer, audio, video, whatever that is, like again, I think a lot of people see that stuff happening, but they don't know what those first steps are. And I don't necessarily mean like what camera to buy, but just like yeah. what's the mindset people need to be in, and how
2: much work and dedication does this actually require for people? What's your advice for for newbies? Yeah, I have two two immediate things. The first one is find something, if you're going to do something, let's say you're passionate about photography or you're passionate about professional wrestling or whatever, whatever it is, because the internet is so saturated, find where your niche is going to be, where you can find, you know, like, you just do some research first, kind of look. Like, when we were doing food reviews, like, food reviews exist online. We're going to have ours be the most beautiful. We're going to fly a drone. We're going to make ours look like they should be on TV, but we're going to put them out every day. And that ties into the second thing is do not miss an upload. Like if you do what you can do if once a week, like when we started, just do once a week and then move up. Don't try to bombard yourself with like three videos. Mm-hmm. There's so many YouTubers that are like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And like, sorry, I missed. Like all they're doing is ever apologizing to their audience. Right. Just don't give yourself such a, like you want it to be fun and doable. So those are my two things. Consistency
0: absolutely. is huge. I think huge. for any type of content. Yeah, absolutely. Just do
2: have a workload that you can, complete, and that'll make you feel so much less stressed out about it. Everyone's always, like, talking about burnout. You don't have to put a video at every day if you can't do it.
0: I took, like, a four-month break from doing this just because I had so many other things going on, and it wasn't that I didn't want to do podcasting, but I was like, I'd rather commit to this when I have the right time, because I know I'm just going to keep doing this till I fucking die. You will, so, right? you yeah. You know, so I was like... Now. I was like, I can take four months off or whatever, do other things, and then come back to this. It's still going to be right here. Right. Yeah. 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 Versus struggling to put like one out every two months, which would have been... Uh, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What, yeah, Yours are
1: probably
2: different than mine. Uh, uh,
1: you, I think you nailed it. The only other thing that I always try to tell people is don't be afraid of putting out like just a shit product. It's okay. It's better to put something out that sucks and then get better at it over time because, like Sean said... You have to keep doing it, and you are always inevitably going to be do it for a year. Look back and be like, "Wow, I got a lot better." Yeah. So it's like you might as well just start with whatever you got is going to be okay. Don't you put start all that today. pressure on yourself to yeah. Make you the don't start product. with making Star Wars. Yeah, just just yeah, absolutely. It. That's the number one thing. Yeah.
0: No, I think that's great advice. Um, as we are wrapping this up, and I know there's a lot going on, but like we didn't touch on the live events, we didn't touch on the the podcast. So give us kind of a quick hits on the other things people that you guys have going on and how people can find out about that.
1: Yeah, sure. There's the Unemployables pod that we've been doing with a comedy friend of ours, Zach O'Ryan. We host a monthly show at Playground Theater called Buzz that we produce with a friend of ours, Sean Parker. I've been producing a show at the Laugh Factory with Zach O'Ryan uh, every last Thursday of the month called Burnt. That's like a roast battle show. Uh, what else we got, Sean? I mean, and the other main
2: thing is just like, I mean, every 9 a.m. Central, every single weekday, there's a new video for number six with cheese. So, like, make that part of your morning <laughs> yeah. regimen. That's, That's like
1: breakfast you can have. Yeah, And it's
0: YouTube.com slash, and it's... Uh, all written out. All yeah. written out. Number so six, six is a... You know, S-I-X S-I-X, yeah Yeah, Yeah. like that's Bray Simpson's line From now on we're spelling everything with
2: letters
0: (laughs) Um, That's awesome And uh, like I said, I want to continue this conversation And we're running a little bit late tonight But I want to continue this conversation On a larger kind of stage and, And really go into some of the mechanics Of how to get this done Because I think everybody wants to be a content producer right now But as we all in this room know a lot of people don't understand kind of what a commitment that is oh, or yeah. what the mechanics are of that oh, process. We yeah. love that. We, we talk like about it all day. Yeah, we absolutely. We
2: love it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's make it happen. Uh, let's exactly. aim for that like later summer, early fall. Um, we'll definitely be in touch. Love I know it. Welby wants to do this as well. So to me, it's like I think guy. that's a – that's a conversation. Oh,
2: absolutely. We're in, man. I'm, and um, thanks for letting us do this. this well, and is that's the thing. Is, like, you, I want to say you. thank
0: you, guys, for having me on your YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, uh, man. You just episode. casually
2: just dropped the best taco oh, bomb spot of all time to us. I still
1: dream about those things. Dude. Yeah. It's Martina Supermercado, man. Yeah, oh. in Bridgeport on Ooh.
0: Morgan at 32nd, best steak tacos in Chicago. No, no um, comparison. Nuts. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Great stuff. Um, man, this is great. Number six with cheese is the flagship project. Um, Sean and Corey, Sean Ellie, Corey Wagner, thank you guys so much for starting the conversation here tonight Thanks, on Dynasty yeah, Podcast. Man. Thanks. I really appreciate
1: thank it. You. Thanks,
2: guys. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at dynastypodcast.com for the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.